Welcome to The Randy Report. I'm Randy Slavacek, your host. I'm also the writer and editor of therandyreport.com, where you can find me every single day on the internet reporting on the daily news cycle in terms of politics, pop culture, and entertainment news of interest to the LGBTQ community and its allies. In this week's headlines, an openly gay Instagram and TikTok star was found murdered in a possible hate crime. The European Union denied funding to six Polish towns that say they are LGBT-free. Lifetime Channel has announced a gay romantic movie for the holidays, and Hulu's Love, Victor gets a green light for a second season. All that and more in this episode of The Randy Report. Russian Instagram and TikTok star Ali Zabirov, better known by his stage name Igor Gromov, has been murdered in a possible hate crime. The Daily Star reports the body of the 23-year-old Zabirov was found in the apartment of a friend, laying face down in a pillow on August 2nd. Lacerations to the body and bruising around the neck indicated that an unknown assailant beat and strangled him to death. According to reports, Police in St. Petersburg, Russia, suspect that the owner of the flat who reported the crime may have also committed the murder. According to the flat owner, Zabirov had come to his home the night before to borrow money and stay the night. The next morning, he says he discovered Zabirov's body and suspected he may have died of a drug overdose. The owner of the flat then notified the police. As I've shared many times on the Randy Report before, In the past several years, Russia has become increasingly dangerous for LGBTQ people since the passage of an anti-gay propaganda law which outlaws any expression or positive imaging of LGBTQ people. The global LGBTQ community is becoming more and more vocal about the horrors of conversion therapy as eradicating the discredited practice emerges as one of the highest priorities for global LGBTQ citizens. And Prince Manvendra Singh Gohil, the world's first openly gay prince, is the latest voice to join calls to see laws that ban conversion therapy. In a recent interview with Forbes, the prince shared that he himself is a survivor of the harmful practice. He said, When I came out, the first thing they tried to do was convert me. They wouldn't accept me as a gay child. They, speaking of his parents, tried to ask the doctors to operate on me. They took me to religious leaders to ask them to cure me. As I've often reported on the Randy Report, the widely discredited practice utilizes shock treatments and other cruel tortures in attempting to change a person's sexual orientation or gender identity. The techniques can lead to low self-esteem, depression, and in some cases, suicidal ideation. Major medical organizations like the American Academy of Pediatrics, the American Psychiatric Association, the American Medical Association, and the American Counseling Association have all long denounced the harmful practice. Conversion therapy centers in India are legal. In fact, only five countries have outlawed so-called ex-gay therapy. But now the prince is calling for it to be banned in India and across the world. The European Union has denied funding to six Polish towns that declared themselves to be LGBT-free zones. In other words, they claim they've eliminated all mention of queer life. 
In a statement last week, the European Commission said the decision was made in order to affirm that the Union stands for equality for all people. European Commissioner for Equality Helen Adali wrote on Twitter, EU values and fundamental rights must be respected by member states and state authorities. This is why six town-twinning applications involving Polish authorities that adopted LGBTI-free zones or family rights resolutions were rejected. End quote. In March, the International Observatory of Human Rights said one-third of Polish towns had declared themselves to be so-called free of LGBTI ideology since 2019. The six rejected towns, which have not been identified, had applied to join the European Union's twinning program, which links towns together, quote, to guarantee peaceful relations and reinforce mutual understanding and friendship between European citizens. Under the terms of the program, which provides funding of up to 25,000 euros or about 29,000 US dollars, the scheme would be accessible to all European citizens without any form of discrimination. While Polish attitudes towards homosexuality are slowly progressing, same-sex marriage is not legal, and the overwhelmingly Catholic country remains one of the most conservative and restrictive in Europe for LGBTQ people. Earlier this month, a city in the Netherlands severed ties with its sister city in Poland after the latter declared itself to be LGBT-free. While LGBTQ people are still waiting for Hallmark to make one of its dozens of holiday films LGBTQ-inclusive, the Lifetime channel has beaten them to it. Lifetime, the other channel known for its made-for-TV holiday romance movies, just announced The Christmas Setup, a gay romantic film for the holidays. According to the entertainment website The Mary Sue, the movie is about a gay New York City lawyer named Hugo who goes back to his hometown of Milwaukee with his best friend Madeline for Christmas. His mother is ever the matchmaker and arranges for Hugo to run into his high school crush Patrick, who is also home for the holidays from his tech job in Silicon Valley. The official description reads, quote, As they enjoy the local holiday festivities together, Hugo and Patrick's attraction to each other is undeniable, and it looks as though Kate's well-intentioned Santa-style matchmaking is a success. But as Hugo receives word of a big promotion requiring a move to London, he must decide what is most important to him. Ah, holiday romances. It's worth noting that Lifetime was ahead of the curve last year as well, when its holiday romance Twinkle All the Way showed a kiss between two men, although they weren't main characters. Also in queer TV news, Love, Victor has been renewed by Hulu for a second season. The TV spinoff from the successful coming-of-age, coming-out feature film Love, Simon scored with viewers with its premiere in June. The streaming platform reported the series was its most-watched drama in June. Love, Victor follows Victor, duh, played by Michael Cimino, a new student at Creekwood High School on his journey towards self-discovery as he adjusts to a new city, and explores his sexuality against the backdrop of challenges he faces at home. Look for the new season to debut in 2021. What to watch these days? Especially perfect for folks like me with a short attention span, NQV Media brings together four short films that explore the intersectionality of masculinity, sexuality, and the most popular sport on the planet, soccer. Titled The Male Gaze, 
Strikers, and Defenders, it's the third in a series of curated gay-themed collections by NQV, featuring four drama-fueled short films from the UK, Germany, and France that touch on coming-of-age topics like teacher-pupil relationships, brotherly compassion, and high school crushes amid the world of soccer. While it sounds like it could be all erotic and full of locker room scenes, and yes, there are some locker room scenes, the films focus primarily on how early experiences shape us as gay men as we journey through the early chapters of coming to terms with our sexuality. The compilation includes Play It Like a Man, where two 15-year-olds steal their teacher's phone and discover photos of their naked teammates in the shower room, but sometimes everything is not what it seems. Colors is about a young soccer player named Adam who receives an ultimatum from his bullying team captain when it's discovered Adam's best friend is gay. Islands tells the story of young footballer Theo, who wants to share his true feelings for classmate Linus, but it seems there's no one around for him to share his situation. That is, until Mr. Kruger, seen by most as merely an odd old teacher, appears to be the one who understands young Theo. And Through the Fields, which tells the story of Lucas, 22 years old, who plays soccer with his local club, lives with his parents, and is in no hurry to assert his independence. His 17-year-old brother is nearing the end of high school and attracted to boys, but is only confided in his brother. Living with his secret and spurred on by the need of affection, the younger brother decides to meet up with Harry, a man he's met on the internet despite his brother's warnings. I'll note that it's not important to be a soccer fan to relate to these stories of young gays coming to terms with themselves. Just about everyone will find something to connect with in these thought-provoking film shorts. The Male Gaze, Strikers and Defenders is available to watch now on Amazon, Vimeo, and Filmdo. I'll have a link in the show notes. New York City-based indie singer-songwriter Kyle Motzinger, who has performed all over New York City in venues like The Bitter End, Rockwood Music Hall, The Duplex, Don't Tell Mama, and the Folsom Street East Festival, recently released the music video to his newest single, No Shame, which has a positive message of self-love. It's worth noting that in 2017, Attitude magazine conducted a body survey that revealed 84% of people said they felt under intense pressure to have a so-called good body. Motzinger opens the song with just a few of the self-doubts that many people, especially in the LGBTQ community, might experience in terms of judging ourselves and others on a daily basis, like body image and body hair or the hair on our heads. But then the furry ginger drops the beat and the shame, telling himself over and over, my body is beautiful. On top of being a banging dance floor filler, the message of the disco-themed track stares down negative feelings of self-image in high style. In a recent interview with Motzinger, he told me the inspiration for No Shame was, quote, a response to some criticism I was getting from my conservative family about performances I was doing in New York City that were either more burlesque in nature or featured outfits that were revealing. I've gotten to a point where I sometimes feel pretty confident about my body. I say sometimes because there are always days where I maybe don't feel as fearless as I'd like to be. I wrote this song because I think bodies are beautiful and I don't think it's indecent to tastefully show them off. He adds, of course, I probably have a different definition of tasteful than some. I'll have a link to Motzinger's new song, No Shame, in the show notes. And that brings me to the end of this episode of The Randy Report. 
If you enjoy catching up on LGBTQ news in a quick podcast, I'd appreciate it if you would share it with your friends. I like to think of the Randy Report as the 60 minutes of gay news, only shorter. And remember, you can find me every single day on the internet at therandyreport.com, where I cover the daily news cycle regarding politics, pop culture, and entertainment news of interest to the LGBTQ community. I'm going to play out this episode with some of Kyle Motzinger's new single, No Shame. Thanks for listening, folks. Just a few things. Please wash your hands a lot, wear a face mask, and take care of yourselves. See you next time. Didn't think I was sexy This body that I'm in Felt so abnormal Red hair goes to skin Then a strange thing happened My different became cool My fire is desired The exceptions now Let those bitches disagree Show off your body and proclaim